The holiday might be over, but the games are just beginning. We shop for our Week 12 start sits and sleepers on today's show. Let's party. It's the IBT Podcast coming at you. Because I've been in tune, out of touch, coming off the bench, trying to shake the fun, check a stat line, see who's up, that over, under, hit too clutch. And I'm trying to avoid getting carried away with the chest, sweet sleeping on a trick play, predicting all of my moves like they seen every play. So I'm running it back, head down, get out of my way, and it's for the law with only one thing to do, I guess I'll say a prayer and put it all on the line. Just one thing to say, yeah, what they don't know. Something they haven't seen. I'm off that mean Joe Green. It got me fading between. Yeah, I got it. And I got it. The In Between Fantasy Football Podcast. Right, all right. It is Friday, November 24th, 2023, and I hope every single one of you had a fantastic Thanksgiving and is enjoying Black Friday. I'm Seth Woolcock, and I'm not hungover at all, I swear. <laughs> uh, and today I'm joined by one of the essentials at, over here at IBT, the founder of the trademark Gooch Cheese, one of the coolest dressed motherfuckers on the planet, senior video editor, QB1, Hoove. What's up, Hoove? Yo, what up, guys? How you doing today? Hey, we're doing good, man. Thanks for uh, making some time for us. And uh, looks like we have another uh, Wisconsin native joining us tonight as well. He's Dustin Lukey, the content director of Dynasty Pros, growth and planning strategist over at Front Office Pros, and a contributor at Dynasty Nerds, the QB List, and among other places. Dustin, how are we doing today, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on, man. It's it's a good, fun, long weekend for me. Looking forward to some, maybe a good football game starting in, in a little bit. We'll see how that goes <laughs> hey the new york jets man they're frisky as hell so we might uh might get the game of tim boyle's life or we might get a pile of shit we'll see what happens yeah. here. either <laughs> way it's gonna be great for ibt merch sales right now yes sir yes <laughs> yes sir frisky jets no black friday deals here quite yet uh we'll work on something for christmas time uh and guys looks like we have a loaded slate with uh dave in the chat already what's up dave good to see you man we got Albert. Good afternoon, IBT. Good afternoon, Albert. Thanks for joining us, man. Dave, he's in that feel-good Friday mood. He's saying, we ride. It's IBT time, baby. And uh, look who it is. It's Dame Overboard. Beautiful day. Hey! What's up, Dame? So good to see you. We got Itty Bitty South City with some questions for us as well. Uh, we'll get to those here in just a little bit. Uh, we we want to do a little bit of Black Friday comps before that. Uh, and then we'll get some start sits with Dustin. And then we'll get some sure thing sleepers at the end of the show with Edwin. Uh, he's going to join us. And, and we're hot, guys. We're two for two the last two weeks, Eric and I. So, Hoove, uh, no pressure for you, but all the pressure in the world. That's all right. I'm, I'm good on pressure. Okay. I got that mentality right now. Okay. Go. I got my code red in me. Let's go. All right. Well, guys, let's go ahead and jump into things. Let's start it out here uh, with a little bit of headline hijinks and talk about Black Friday, which is either the best day of shopping or the worst day of shopping, uh, depend who you ask. <laughs>
right. So on Tuesday night, Scott and I compared Thanksgiving dishes to players. Today, we're going to do the same. We're going to do Black Friday deals. Hoob, this was your idea. What is your opinion on Black Friday, my friend? I love I love Black Friday, you know, as a fashionista in the community. People know me <laughs> as a stylist. So, I, like, that's one thing about being a stylist is you got to know you, your best bang for your buck. You know, and Black Friday is always where it's at. So I'm out there. I'm shopping. I used to work Black Friday when I worked Nike. So I know how hard it is for all the people that go through it. So all the people that work on Black Friday, hats off to you. Shout out, baby. Oh, shout out. I know how hard it is, but you guys work your ass off. And uh, we we really do appreciate you, all the people that need to try stuff on. You know? Okay. (laughs) Dustin, how do you feel about Black Friday being uh, a year or two older than Hooven myself? Are you venturing out? Are you hitting the pounding the pavement, hitting the streets this, this, uh, this Friday? You know, I will not go out today. My wife just got back from shopping. We actually used to go out on Thanksgiving night because it's like, there's the two of us. What else are we going to do? We haven't done that in a couple of years. It seems like Black Friday now is like a week-long thing. It starts on Wednesday. It runs to Monday. So there's no, for me, no pressure to go out today. I can do some stop price compare. So we looked at prices on Wednesday. We're like, hey, if it changes on Friday, we'll buy it. If not, we'll wait till Saturday. So I'll go out tomorrow and do some shopping for my wife. She unfortunately buys a lot of her gifts. She's like, I bought myself this for Christmas. I'm like, just just tell me what you want and I'll buy it. She's like, well, what if you have known this brand? I'm like, no, I, if you don't give me a specific thing, I'm going to screw it up. So I guess it's better she buys it. But there's a few things I'll go get tomorrow uh, and do some shopping when it's a little less crazy. Okay. Amazon wishlist is like the perfect thing. If you can like set up an Amazon wishlist and have people like edit it as you go, it's great. You just That's what I keep it. telling my wife to do, but you know, she doesn't do it. <laughs> Looks like we got scampers in the chat as well. Good to see you, man. Yep. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Let us know how it went. What were the highs? What were the lows? Uh, and let us know how we can help you fantasy-wise today as well. And we'll get to some questions here in a little bit. Easiest way to support us, subscribe. Give us this, this video a thumbs up if you enjoy this type of content. Um, and Hoove, let's just jump right into it, man. Since you are the Black Friday fashionista king of the day, uh, what is the deal we're looking for in the fantasy realm? I got... Brock Purdy being Madden 24 or any PS4 game at $30 at Walmart. That's the best value you can get out there. Brock Purdy is consistently undervalued. People are always underplaying him. Mr. Irrelevant, it just, it's the team around him. But this guy's a baller, and he consistently can be in the top 10 fantasy. Consistently. he's He's got that dog in him, all right? And as a 49ers fan, I maybe I have a little bias, but... He probably is the best value at quarterback all season. And uh, I think that the best value all around is that $30 Walmart deal. People will push each other over for that deal. $30 for a PS4 game when it's going for like 60 bucks, 50 bucks. I'm always the biggest noob when it comes to video games because I always get them right right at Black Friday. I always get that $35 or $30, $25 deal, whatever it is, and I, I scoop them up. So I'm always a noob in these games this time of year, but I- I'm about it here. Um, Brock Purdy, Dustin, how do you feel about him rest of season? We talked a little bit about him earlier this week. I, I think the outlook is good. He continues to make the most of the opportunities given to him as he did last night. Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Now, next week's Philly, so that's going to be the toughest matchup for him. 
and potentially like right that could be the downfall but then he gets seattle arizona baltimore and washington for the rest of the season then week 18 is the rams which doesn't matter for us in the fantasy community so it's a good matchup we saw him do well against seattle last night so he's got him at them again in two weeks so i like him i think he's a top 10 quarterback the rest of the season for fantasy so i think you're right he's a great value right now if you can get him people still dog him all the time for stuff yeah yeah absolutely Hoove, uh, give us one more here, uh, and, and then we'll get over to Dustin with his. All right, I'll go to, I'll go to running back just because we're just going to go right down the list. I got as a refurbished iPad. All right, and you can go to Amazon and get a refurbished one. All right, or you can spend big money and get a new one. All right, but a refurbished iPad, ninth generation from walmart is 199 that saves you about 50 bucks from getting a refurbished one from amazon and that is brian robinson all right so you'd be if you want to go out and spend 350 dollars on a new ipad for your wife husband whoever you know you can do that that's b john robinson but if you're getting the refurbished one you're getting them at a good price that's that's brian robinson baby brian robinson is a dog he's got that dog in him so I, I just I noticed it even last year when after he was out the beginning of the year um, for that awful incident, like you could see it. You could literally see the commander's offense and feel like something's missing. And am I worried about him next year a little bit? I mean, this is more like dynasty value and rest of the season, but I'm a little worried that they're going to try to bring someone in next year to replace Gibson because they want Gibson to be somebody, but he's just not good. Yeah. He's not going to be anything. Stop trying to make Antonio Gibson happen, but – Brian Robinson, rest of the season. I think he's like a workhorse running back. He's 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 so good. And even those tough matchups, I still like him for a good 10 points right there. So Brian Robinson is a refurbished iPad, ninth generation at Walmart for $199. All right. All right. Didn't Brian Robinson Dustin get nicked up a little bit yesterday? So. Yeah, he did, but he got a head injury, but then came back and he was fine. So I think he's uh fine. They taped cool. up his ankle, I believe, as well, but he played the rest of the game, so I think he should be good unless something crazy happens this week. But it's since he was able to come back in, I think we're fine with him. And, and I gotta ask, Dustin, are you buying refurbished shit still, or is that just a, a a cheap younger younger person thing that we do? Um, so as the older person in the room, I will not buy refurbished stuff for me, but for my son who is ten, um, <laughs> who wants something, yes, he generally gets refurbished things. So two years ago, we bought him a refurbished Xbox One. Because you know, I was like, I don't need a new five hundred dollar one. Let me get one for yeah. two hundred. And uh, we had, we actually did talk about. I can't say this too loud, but he's getting a switch this year. Um, and we did look at a refurbished one for him, but we ended up buying the the new one. Okay. Because like a, a switch two is coming out possibly summer next year. So we're like, when do we want to buy a whole switch and then have mm-hmm. a new one? So I was like, we went back and forth, but we were worried about the condition of us of a refurbished switch from uh, a certain gaming place where you might stop to buy stuff. Uh, the reviews were not great. <laughs> Stop. Um, just like an insider trade, Wisconsinite to Wisconsinite. If you head over to the east side of Madison, there's a place called Exchange. It used to be pre-played. Yes. Yep. They got some good refurbished stuff in there. All right. That's where I got I his Xbox One. I yes. I see. We're thinking. You know. We're thinking. All right. Let's go. So. Oh. All right. Uh, l- let's throw it over to Dustin here. Dustin, lead us to some Black Friday deals. And do you have anything that's technically not refurbished? I. Because I'm like you, I'll buy something refurbished here and there if I need it. But like, 
realistically, uh, give me the full price item. I'll pay. I'll buy new. Here's the deal. When you're once you get over the age of like 30, there's one <laughs> thing you have to have, and that's a vacuum. And everybody has a vacuum. Yes. And Walmart and Target all have always have a sale on like a Dyson or a Hoover. And you're like, oh, that vacuum looks really good and it's really nice. But do I need it? I already have one. The one I have works fine. Do I really need to spend money on this new one? And that's Rashad White. Like Rashad White is a good running back. He's he's good. If you don't have a running back, he's the running back you want. But everyone has a running back. And most likely your running back works. Your vacuum is going to pick up the, the spilt Cheerios or the ramen you spilt or the dust, you know, the dirt coming off your shoes. Do you need to spend up to get a better vacuum? Can you tell the difference between a top of the line shark or Dyson and the generic Hoover that you bought, you know, that your mom gave you when you moved out of your part, your house. No, <laughs> yeah. you can't tell the difference. Does it suck up things? Yes, it is. But Rashad white is a top of the line running back. I just don't need, if you need to pay for a top of the line back when you have a decent running back as is, and people just go, it's a, it's a running back. I don't need it, but Rashad white should be considered top of the line. I just don't think we need to pay that money for it. Do you yeah. have dog? Yeah, I do have a dog. I have a German shepherd. Then how can you not see the difference between a good vacuum and a and an average vacuum? Like I'm, I'm very big on going. If out you vacuum I, enough, you don't yeah. need a good vacuum. Yep, all the time. I got two monsters with fur right there. I, so. I know, man. I, I've been there, but most people don't, and they just need they just need something that's going to suck up the messes they make. They're not looking at the hair everywhere. But I agree with you. When you have dogs or you have kids, you need a good vacuum, and you will pay up for it. If you're trying, that's you trying to make the playoffs. If you need to make the playoffs, you might want to pay up for Rashad White to get that volume, get the good thing. But he doesn't have great, you know, his yards per carry is yeah. not great. Yeah. But he's definitely worth it. So Rashad White is the vacuum that is on sale today at Walmart or Target that you think about buying, but you just don't know if it's any better than what you currently have. Yeah. Sh- shout out Scott Rainier, man. He was, he got dogged in the chat early this summer for going out on a limb and taking Rashad White as an RB1 in one of our mock draft episodes. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Scott. We appreciate you getting buried there for, for a pretty good take. Uh, RB8 on the it. year right now. Yeah, so. man. He's been great. Uh, I'll round us out and then we'll get to the people's questions in the chat. Devin Singletary is streaming services, Black Friday deals. Listen, man. These streaming services are sneaky bastards. They think we're dumbasses because they put out these deals. Oh, you can you can get Hulu for a year for one dollar a month today if you sign up. Same with HBO Max or you know whatever whatever the services are right now. And then you're gonna get hooked in, and then after a year you're gonna start paying fifteen bucks a month. It will take you five months to realize it, and they already got their money back like that. Yep. So they fooled you, and I. I think that's kind of the thing with Devin Singletary. Shout out to our other co-host, Eric Romoff, who a couple weeks ago before the Texans buy said to get on Singletary, make the transition in your fantasy team. And Singletary's been awesome since then. RB3 and RB8 these last two weeks without Damian Pierce. But now we're paying full price again. Now we have Damian Pierce back in this lineup. And Bobby Slowick said this was two weeks ago before Singletary's breakout performances, but he said he wants to be a committee. He wants to be a hot hand approach kind of play caller. So, I expect kind of the, the, the same thing. Maybe it's Singletary off the get. Maybe he's 15, 16 carries and a little less of a, of a role for uh, Damian Pierce. But I don't think we're going to see 25 touches for, for Devin Singletary this week. And, you know, at, against Jacksonville on the road, I'm yeah. kind of hesitant to probably leave him on my bench and just see what happens here. Uh, Dustin, your thoughts on Singletary? Yeah, I agree with you. I think I was high on Singletary coming in. I thought he could take over for Damian Pierce, who's not that effective. Um, it took longer than I was expecting. And I'll carry your analogy on. Damian Pierce is that streaming service that you already have and you want the deal, so you got to like make a new Google account. 
that's what happens every year. We get a guy every year that's going to pop up and go, hey, I'm here cheap. Get me now. And then you get yeah. him and you're stuck with them later because you're like, oh, now I, right? It's going to be next year. It's going to be Gus, Gus Edwards, or it's going to be some other guy who's last year it was Damian Pierce. Like he was cheap and you bought him and now you're stuck with them at this premium price and you can't get rid of them. So I agree that he's not going to be what he was the past few weeks, but he's okay. But you are going to get suckered in. You're going to pay a high price, whether that's now or later on in your dynasty drafts, so you're going to pay for it. So I agree with you on that one. If you can move him, move him. What do you think, yep. Hoove? I just actually passed on Devin Singletary in a in a redraft league. I was he was still on the waivers this upcoming week. What? And, wow. And I, it's it's no, it's besides the point. Um, <laughs> still available. I had Najee. And I was riding Najee hard the rest of the season. I was stuck with them. And then obviously now since the switch to Warren, um, I, I I had to drop Najee, and so it was either go with Jalen or ride it out with, with Singletary and then try to go for him. And I decided, I'm like, I think I'm just going to go with the Steelers RB one over, over Singletary. And uh, it was, it's, this is more shifting away from Singletary on why I did Warren, but like just with the RB coach becoming the offensive coordinator, I feel like he's going to really like ride his guys into the ground. And that's going to be, I hope that's a, that's a whole other situation too, man. Yeah. That's so a- that's why I passed on him, but like the volume speaks to me and it was really hard, but I just, I don't, I don't believe it. I really don't believe it either. So I'm out on him, but I know Eric is probably listening somewhere and he is excited <laughs> after that Damian Pierce take that he had a few few weeks back. All right. Well guys, I appreciate the comps. Let's go ahead and get into some questions here in matchup management and help the people out on this beautiful feel good Friday. <laughs> it gonna be all right looks like we got dame in the chat saying thanksgiving kicked ass all four of my siblings and their families got together which only happens every few years awesome dame glad you and scampers were able to kick it with some family yesterday that's tough when you have extended family from a bunch of different places it's hard to get together um everyone in under one roof so i'm glad you guys could could enjoy that dame um here's one from itty bitty south city 650 baby pick two Half point PPR here, Dustin, Brees Hall, Jonathan Taylor, Kyron Williams. So some absolute monsters in the backfield for Itty Bitty. Where are you going? I'm definitely taking Brees Hall. Like I think now with Alan Lazard, who's not going to play today, which yep. was a surprise and active, he's the second best weapon. Um, they're going to have to throw, which Brees Hall can get those passing work. I traditionally don't like Jonathan Taylor today, but I'm worried about Kyron Williams coming back for the injury. I'm generally a cautious yeah. guy, and I want to see it for a week, a guy coming back on injury before I start him. The fact that the Rams did release Daryl Henderson and sign him to the practice squad, they might still activate him for this game. Leads me to believe that Kyron might not be 100%, so I might lead Jonathan Taylor, even though it is a tough matchup. Okay. All right. Who break this? Uh, I'm I'm definitely with Dustin here. I'm going JT and Brees in my lineup. Any any favor to Kyron Williams here coming off the injury? I do love the matchup. It's it's a spectacular matchup on the road in Arizona. It intrigues me more for other players on the Rams than Kyron Williams. Let's just say that. So I think I'm I'm with you guys on that. I'm gonna I'll fade Kyron Williams this week. Okay. All right. And. 
I will say, man, Daryl Henderson getting cut already. Like, I think the pass catching role is going to be Kyron Williams. Um, but Brees Hall, that's kind of what he's been living on lately. So hopefully he can continue to get that done. Uh, great question, though. Here we got one from Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Thanks for making time for us today on your Black Friday. Kyler or Tua this week. Heard Hollywood Brown might be out. Hollywood Brown's been dog shit as of late. So I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if I, if I factor him being out here. Uh, Dustin, where do you lean? Because Kyler and Tua, they're back-to-back for me in my rankings this week. Yeah, I would lean normally Kyler because it's a tough matchup for the Jets, but I'm going to actually pick Tua. Wow. I like okay. the thing they can play. So Jalen Waddle's birthday is tomorrow, so we could see a big Jalen Waddle, you know, get a force feed him the ball. So I think the Dolphins want to come out in prime time, show that they can just dominate. So I think I'm going to lean Tua. I, Hollywood Brown doesn't matter for Kyler, but Kyler's just been iffy for me, but I'm going to lean Tua slightly this week. Who, where do you go? Um, I mean, both of them are divisional games, so they're both going to be hard fought. Um, I think that it really comes down to how much you believe in Tyreek Hill, um, how how much he's 100%. I think I'm a little worried, so I'm in him going up against Sauce Gardner with that lingering issue. I'll go with Kyler, actually, this week against the Rams. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll break the tie, and I'll probably go Kyler, honestly, too. It's it's really tough. I think Tua, Dustin, I think you're dead on that Tua has the higher ceiling. Yeah. If, if he goes out and drops a 30-burger, I would not be surprised. But the floor is also low. The, the Jets are a low-paced team. I'm just worried there might not be enough possessions uh, in this game here on Friday. But yeah. it's it's fun to be a part of these primetime games. So if you want the – Tua is the, the more fun side, I think, for sure. Agreed. And, and plus, like with Tua, I don't see Tim Boyle like leading this offense to like multiple scores. Yeah. So Tua could probably only score like two touchdowns and probably win this game. You know, if it's like a 14 to three tough fought, tough defensive game, like Tua's not going to be putting up great, great points right there. He's probably going to be putting up like 15, 16 there. So I, I just like Kyler a lot more going up against the Rams. All right. Here's one from our guy Tingley. Ayo. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving PPR pick two Puka Dell Devonta Smith and, and flex the one left out or Pacheco. Okay. All right. So you got to start Pacheco this week. It, it's, it's the best matchup he's going to get rest of the season. He's one of my favorite players uh, in DFS this week. I think you have to go Pacheco in the flex. However, these are some absolute units who've on the wide receiver position. I like Devonta Smith a lot this week. We know the Bills, their secondary has not practiced much leading into Friday. So I think Devonta Smith maybe has a highest ceiling. But can you get away from Tank Dell? He's been so fucking good. Definitely Dell. Definitely Dell. Puka, I think he'll play, but I don't know how involved he'll be like i think that it's going to be a combination like kyron's not 100 puka's not 100 cup's not 100 yeah. so they're not going to like one's not going to be this dominant player for fantasy they're all going to kind of get their pieces and it's not going to be like great for anyone but i do think the rams could have a chance um devonta smith had a big week last week so it's probably gonna be an aj brown week this week so i'll go dell and smith and then i'll flex pacheco okay Dustin, where are you at on this? Yeah, I'm I'm going Tank Dell and Devonta Smith. Puka's banged up. Cooper Cup is going to play. That came out th- yeah. this morning. If you look at the games with Puka against Dallas and Green Bay before the bye, seven targets in each of the games, but only three receptions, 43 yards, 30 yards. So he can be minimized with that secondary. I, I'm a Bills fan, so I know that our secondary mm-hmm. is not great. So 
Devonta Smith with no Dallas Cottage can tear it up. And I think Yuli Pacheco in. You can't not start Tank Dell. You can't not start Devonta Smith after the weeks they had last week. Puka's the one who can be taken out scheme-wise if Cooper Cup's healthy. So I think you bench him this week. Good on you, Tingley. This is a hell of a lineup, though, man. Good yeah. luck to you, man. Uh, Tank Dell over DJ Moore this week. Oh, yeah. Dude, I mean, Tank Dell, like, rest of the season, realistically, he has wide receiver one upside, I think, rest of the yep. season. So yeah. um, here we got Dame. Would y'all go Jacobs or Mostert? Oh, man, this is a this is a tough one. We know Josh Jacobs has been a workhorse in the system since the, the head coaching change. However, Mostert, I, I don't know how you get away from him being the only show in town right now. The People's Champion, Jeff Wilson Jr., going to be active uh, this week, according to Mike McDaniel. So we'll see some run from him. But I just think they're going to have so much time to burn on, on this game. And I think Mostert just gets the, the workload that you can't get away from him. How do you feel about it, Dustin? Yeah, I agree. You can't get away from Mostert. I mean, he's averaging like 5.2 yards per carry, and he's probably going to get 20 plus carries just because you're right. They're probably going to have to, and he gets the receptions too. Like he can take a reception to the house for 70 yards. Yeah. Like, you can't stop him. Josh Jacobs has been a workhorse, but that offense is just putrid. And they're going to have to pass because Kansas City is going to put up points. And Aiden O'Connell is going to have to throw the ball. I just don't love Josh Jacobs against Kansas City. It's a tough matchup. I think both of them are tough matchups, but I think I have to ride with the talent, right? And like where the teams are right now. And if you ask me at the start of the season, I'd say the Dolphins offense is a must start. But I think I'm at the point right now where I think that I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs versus KC. It's like, what? wow. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I feel like Josh Jacobs, he's finally going to start doing something there. This offense is starting to click and like everyone's starting to work together um, in the Raiders organization. So I'm going to, I'll take Josh Jacobs over a banged up Mostert. You're sick. You're a sick yeah. individual after hearing oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't do it. I'm hundred percent Mostert. I, yeah. I get the rationale, but even Josh Jacobs let down the people last week, who, and I think it's a, it's a much better matchup or a much harder matchup. So let me down, let me down every time. All right. If we're gonna if we're gonna believe in talented players and be let down, that's a that's a bet that I'll take every time. All right, I always want to invest in talent every time. I'll take I'll take guaranteed production. Hope gets you killed. Hope gets you killed. I'll go for yeah. Talent. I'll take volume and uh, matchup over talent. Thank you. I, I will as well, Jets, Dustin. Thank you. I think the Jets um, are a very good defense. That's that's almost like discrediting them. You know, the Chiefs are awesome, but the Jets' defense is real too. So. Yeah, secondary, but I'm I'm with you, Hoop. I'm with you. I not on that question, but I am with you in general. Um, here's one from Jose, 12 team PPR. Just traded Mixon for Waddle. Burrow injuries worries me for the Bengals. Already have ETN, Kamara, Kyron at RB. Is this a good trade? How are we feeling about this one, Dustin? Yeah, I think that's a great trade. You have the running back depth. You have ETN, who's probably a top five running back. Kyron Williams can come back and be a top ten guy. Kamara can be a top ten guy. I agree. I worry about the Bengals offense. I think Joe Mixon is the beneficiary of your burrow being out, but I think that's a smart trade for you to pick up Waddle who can be a top 10 wide receiver. Yeah. I, I think the volume's going to go up for Mixon. We talked about this a little bit earlier this week, but the efficiency definitely going to probably go down a little bit more stacked boxes. He's going to be facing. So who I'm fine with this trade. I, I don't think it's a bad trade either way. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think that's fine. If there was dynasty, I'd have a few more talking points about it, but redraft that's fine yeah all right mr scampers half point ppr sit one calvin ridley kyron williams or javante williams 
I honestly, I think I want to go Javante Williams in this one, guys. I, I, I worry a little bit about this Cleveland matchup. I know we've seen some big runs lately against this defense. Jalen Warren popped one of the outside last week. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it was the Baltimore gang who was popping someone's with, uh, with Keaton Mitchell. So I think we see potentially a couple big plays for Denver in this game, but I, I still don't like it as much as I like Kyron against Arizona. No Daryl Henderson Jr. again, so I think you're safe there, Scampers. And then Calvin Ridley against Houston. We, we saw the upside again. And it's like whenever Zay Jones is in this offense, Calvin Ridley isn't running the deep shots, and they're getting involved in different ways, more higher percent uh, connections for him. So I like him against Houston, a game that could be high scoring and high volume. I'm going Ridley and Javante here. Who, you, yourself? I'm sitting Javante. I really am. I can't I can't do that. The Browns' defense is real. <laughs> the defense is so good. And I'm honestly, like, I really wouldn't be surprised if Miles Garrett gets MVP this year. So I'm not going to go that. I think that this is going to be the game that people are going to say, oh, the Broncos are bad. See, it was just a bad stretch. But this defense is just a different level of elite. All right. So I'll, I'll say Javante this week. Dustin, any different for you? No, I'll say Javante because I think Kyron Williams should be close to 100%. He should get the work. And Arizona is such a juicy matchup. I like the Ridley. I think it's going to be tougher for him than I think people think. I agree with you. Zay Jones is back. It's a, He's been monster when he's in the game. But it's Houston got Stingley back, so that's going to be an upgrade to their secondary. So, But I agree. I think you have to sit Javante against a tough, tough Cleveland defense. Okay. A little foreshadowing from Dame for later in the show. Any hope for Pickens with Matt Canada kicked out to the provivial curb? Yeah, I'm going to talk about him later in the show. Potentially a short thing, sleeper of the week candidate, Dame. So stay locked and loaded for that. Uh, Here's Nino. Full point ppr he needs one wide receiver an rb and a flex have these five players dustin Bijan robinson rashad white your vacuum cleaner jalen warren michael pittman or cooper cup yeah i'm starting rashad white and michael pittman i think they're the two uh highest volume plays i like Bijan. i think he's skill wise is better but he just is probably not going to get the volume that rashad white gets you're looking for a wide receiver i'm taking pittman over cup who's banged up if you yep. then you need a flex i'm probably going I'd probably go Cup just for the upside. He has those big game potentials when he plays. Bijan hasn't really shown except for one week. Warren is there, but I'm worried about what that offense looks like with the new offensive coordinator. So it could be anything. It could be Warren. It could be Najee. It could be all passing. We don't know. So I'll take the question mark out of my lineup and go Rashad White as my running back. Cup as my uh, wide receiver and Bijan as my flex. This is a crazy question, and who? Sorry, Cup is my flex. Okay, okay. Who? Where do you go on this? You're the biggest Bijan guy. You called it to Atlanta, uh, way before the draft, and then you got seven to one or eight to one on that bet. So, where do you go here in this one? This question makes me want to throw up because I have (laughs) really, I really have to look in the mirror on it. All right, I'll start. I'll start late at running back um, over Bijan and. I think I'll still take Warren at flex and for wide receivers cups banged up. Like I said, I just feel like everyone's going to have a part, but no one's going to stand out. So give me Pittman too. I'm going to sit Bijan and cup and I'm going to see now I'm now I feel like a hypocrite because I was just saying like ride with talent and here I am like sitting on my talent and riding my stud. I kind of like, I, I think I'm with you though. I think this is the most risk averse lineup. I, I think it's starting white. We know what he's going to get. We yep. know Pittman's getting over the last month, over a 35% target share. Yeah. Can't sit him in this Colts offense as well. So I think I, I am with you guys. Those are the two locks for flex for me. 
I think the safest floor is Jalen fucking Warren, man. No one yeah. wants to admit it. This guy is a running back one over the last month, man. Like, I hate this. And question. now we get the running back coach promoted to offensive coordinator. I don't love that that we have someone different on the place. Um, but still, it, it's not a bad matchup for Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. They're averaging over five yards per carry to running back still. So I know it sucks. I know you got to plug your nose and do this, but I I, I think it's. That's where I'm going too, man. I'm going Warren in the flex here. Yeah, if you want, if you want safety, Warren's the flex play. If you want upside, I think Cup is the. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'll take Cup because I'll take the 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 solid production out of Rashad White yeah. and Pittman, and then let my yeah. flex be that boom bust guy. And Cup could go off for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Um, I think we nailed your running back and wide receiver. You're gonna have to make that 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 choice yeah. there, whether you're looking for upside or uh, just some safety. Maybe it depends on your matchup, how your opponent's scoring so far in the week. Uh, appreciate you guys, Nino, saying we appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Hope you're subscribed. Come back and hang out with us again. And then we got Snoop Dogg in the chat. I'm stuck here, boys. Need two between. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Nico Collins, and Calvin Ridley. My goodness. Don't tell, don't tell me, Dustin, we're going to be starting Nico Collins and Calvin Ridley because it feels like that might be the case here. I mean, I'm not starting Jamar Chase, right? Like, you can't start anybody with Jake Browning throwing in the ball. So he's out. So for me, I'm a balanced guy, and I'm risk-adverse, so I will start Ridley and Cooper Cup because there okay. is a lot of risk with mm-hmm. Nico Collins that yeah. it could just be a Tank Dell day. It could be Noah Brown. It could be Robert Woods. It could be John Mechie. Like, it could be Schultz. There's just too many other options for that Texans offense, and I don't want necessarily two guys. I don't want Ridley and Collins in the same game because if that game all of a sudden becomes a 10-3 game, then you're just yeah. sunk all around. So I'll take Ridley and Cooper Cup. Okay. You guys aren't going to like this one. You guys aren't going to like this one at all. Okay, so, like... After Devin and Shane went off, what did everyone say about Keaton Mitchell? Don't get burned twice. So they went on and did it. All right. So after the whole Josh Dobbs effect, you know, that he just figured out the system. I don't want to fade talent with Jamar Chase. No. Like he's going to command targets. And I'm going to I'm gonna go with a miracle. And I'm going to say Jamar Chase, start him. And even though you never know, like I just don't like Calvin Ridley, and I don't, I don't like the Jags' offense right now. Besides ETN, so if I'm looking at Collins and I'm looking at Ridley and saying, "Boom bust," which week's gonna be? I think I'm gonna take Nico Collins and Jamar Chase this week. Start two. Okay, I I think I'd also have to go Jamar Chase. I know it's super scary Ugh. with with just with Browning throwing the ball here, but this Steelers secondary is dog shit. They are terrible he right knows now. It. Browning they're, they're, says he knows the offense, so like I'll take him. Well, in he better know the offense. He's been there forever, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'll take the I'll take his word on it. If he, you know what the offense is, give the ball to fucking Jamar Chase. That's the offense. So I will uh, go but- with that offense every time. Every There's a difference time. between knowing the offense and being able to execute the offense. And I think that's my fear with Brownie is that he can't execute the offense. Well, at least the quarterback in the other side of the field doesn't know how to execute his offense either. So yeah. I, I think Cooper Cup and, and Calvin Ridley are really close for me here, guys. And the only reason I say that is 
we know what the floor is for Calvin Ridley. The ceiling is great. The th- the thirty point games are great, yeah. but but the the four pointers they really hit you hard. So I I think I would go Cooper Cup and, and Chase. So we're kind of all over the place here, Snoopy. I apologize. We're I, just but we're all agree that it's not Nico Collins, correct? Yes, I think no, we're all I'm in agreement. No, no, no. Who final answer for you? You're chasing Collins. I'm chasing Collins, and I'm Ridley and Cup. I'm chasing cup. So do do with that what you will, Snoopy. <laughs> we apologize, man. Uh Dustin, we gotta get you out of here though, man, so you can uh get get that prime time seat for uh for Jets Dolphins here. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Tell us how we can best support you, my man, as uh you move through the rest of the season. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the D Unit 13. Uh, that's the best place to find my stuff. Uh, I don't have a podcast of my own, but I just do a lot of uh, guest spots on places like this. And I got a couple coming up. So you can find all my articles that I write for Dynasty Pros or for QB List or for Dynasty Nerds or wherever yeah. I'm going to be. That's the best place to find me. Try to be supportive. I'm there to answer questions. So DMs are open. If you guys have sit star questions, hit me up. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you coming on today. And guys, hang around because we're going to need some sure thing sleepers of the week just around the drop. All right, it's Sure Thing Sleepers of the Week. And today, guys, we are joined by a very special guest for it. He is a doctor of physical therapy in Major League Baseball, the medical analyst at Fantasy Points. The guy's been featured all over the place. Yahoo Sports, The Athletic, Sirius XM, and even in Billy Walter's book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. He's Edwin Porras, DPT. What's up, Edwin? What is up, guys? Okay, I'm not that important, I promise. You had to read off my bio like that. It always sounds so pretentious, but I'm just a dude. I'm just a guy, a fellow degenerate, looking to play uh, fantasy football. Um, And yeah, so I'm excited, man. I'm excited to talk about some of these sleepers here. Appreciate it, man. I have to ask, I've been, this book from Billy Walters has been in my Amazon cart for a while now. (laughs) I think this guy is one of the most interesting people on the face of the planet with what he's been going through with sports gambling. What part of the book are you featured in? So he talks, he goes on to talk about, it's a very small snippet, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It's just a part where he talks about sort of in-game betting and how to sort through injuries. He mentions, he didn't just mention me, right? He mentions also Dr. Chow, Dr. David Chow, uh, how he essentially uh, screens my Twitter account and will look for an edge trying to find out what is this injury? What should we expect moving forward? Um, and just sort of trying to get it, look at an early look at the market. So again, very small piece, but I thought it was pretty cool. So I threw it in there. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah. Glad to hear that, dude. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are the vibes heading into week number 12? Uh, We we got a nice one here on black Friday, uh, a little bit of jets and dolphins. Yeah, man. Uh, the vibes for the jets, I'll tell you, uh, they seem not great. So, um, I think that that's, not not sure how how good of a game this is going to be at this point, right? If we would have had Aaron Rodgers and all its glory in that situation yeah. going on, this probably would be a pretty you know fun game to watch. But I'm not entirely certain that we're going to get a lot out of this. We'll be it'll be interesting to see what we get out of Tim Boyle. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Trevor Simeon is starting this time, Week 13. So we'll see what what goes on with uh, with New York out there. Okay, all right, man. And how do you feel about in general Aaron Rodgers just getting back like? I know we've seen the accelerated Achilles timeline over the last few years. Cam Akers was kind of the first one to put that to practice in the NFL. Do you think there's actually a shot we see Rodgers down the stretch here if the Jets are in it in December? I think that it's it's plausible. Um, There are a lot of things that go into it. For one, it's not uh, his drop back 
leg, right? So he's not going to be pushing off of that leg. So that does play a factor. The other thing is if he does come back, it, he, there is no chance that he's not limited. If that makes sense. I mean, I've seen guys three months post-op Achilles. It doesn't matter what magic cure you think you're using, how much dolphin sex you're listening to. (laughs) You are going to, if you come back at three months from an Achilles tear, we are we are not at the point as a medical community where we can safely put you out there and it be a good thing and you look like you're ready to go right there's just mm-hmm. if he goes out there it would have been on a basis and i don't think it's going to happen at this point given where the jets are but it would have been on a very very limited basis we're talking like shotgun every snap uh we're talking like pistol every snap he probably wouldn't okay. have done any design runs his mobility would have been extremely and i think that that's aaron Rodgers the thing he would have just wanted to say oh look look you know i did it look at me like yeah, that yeah, would have yeah. been the thing so i think that and that really honestly can fall back on the conversation that i think a lot of fantasy managers have missed the boat on a lot of times it's returning to play and returning to uh performance and those are two very right. different things aaron Rodgers, if this would have happened which again was plausible it would have been a return to play not necessarily return to performance mm-hmm. awesome. do you think that the nfl could step in and like stop it as a liability issue um that's the thing is like they these players sign a lot of contracts they sign a lot of paperwork and essentially medical recommendations are exactly that recommendations like you can have a player sign something that says this these are the risks that they were explained to you you're accepting that risk and this is the the this is how we're going to go now would it be a bad look for the nfl absolutely if aaron Rodgers goes mm-hmm. out there and retears his achilles that's not a good look right Tua went out there last year after his first concussion got a second concussion bad bad look so what have we seen this year we've seen a lot of players a lot of ha- a handful of players including tank dell including guys like kj osborne um there are probably a few others that, I, that i'm already missing but off the top of my head this has been the first year where I've heard of guys clearing concussion protocol and they're still not going out there to play. A lot of that is probably, probably, again, I can't say for sure, pressure from the league to just say, hey, from an optics perspective, let's just not put put our necks out there, uh, no pun intended there, and let's let's sit these guys for another week. So it's it's interesting, right? Like that's a whole different mm-hmm. conversation for a whole other different day. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Uh, we got Dave in the chat. He's excited to see you, Edwin. He's saying, I My appreciate boy. the distinction between return to play and return to performance. Yeah, that's that's great, man. I, I hadn't heard anyone really put it in perspective like that. So um, let's go ahead and shift over to sleepers, though, here, Edwin. Do you have someone? We're looking for generally someone outside the top 30 at, at the wide receiver or RB position or top 15 at tight end or quarterback. This this week, it's a little screwed up with four games already being played ahead of the main slate. So who are you liking as a potential sleeper uh, come the weekend? Okay, so I'm going to give you one that probably isn't necessarily off the radar. I need to I need to double check outside whether this guy's outside the top 30. Surely he's outside the top 30. Um, but I am going to go with my boy, Greg Dortch. Um, I'm nice. sure that's not somebody, I'm sure that's a name that's not necessarily new, right? But if you're looking at a guy like Greg Dortch, um, then he he's really been balling out, right? Like I, I tweeted about this just a few minutes ago uh, when it came to Greg Dorch's numbers. Uh, he ran, oh, you know what? I didn't even tweet about it. I, I, I wrote about it. Greg Dorch last week, right? And I wrote this because it's related to Marquise Brown, who was limited on Wednesday with a heel issue. I haven't seen any reports today. Then he was downgraded. Marquise Brown was yesterday. So this is obviously not great. But when you look at Greg Dorch last week, he had a 23% target share tied uh, with Trey McBride at 23%. And he balled out, right? He did what he did. Yeah. For some reason, Greg Dorch is, is doing Greg Dorch things. And I think when you look at a guy, if you are looking for a player who's you know not necessarily going to be in DFS, highly owned, 
and a guy who's not really on the radar. I do think that even if Marquise Brown plays, Greg Dorch um, is a dude. It's not just a box score watching thing. Like he's out there. He's running routes. He's got an 80% route participation and he's put up the numbers when you can. And I think Trey McBride is sort of a, to piggyback that. Um, again, last week, Trey McBride didn't put up the biggest numbers that we've ever seen, but he's still, he got there, right? Nine or 10 PPR points. And he also had a 23% target share. So especially with Marquise Brown, just not really being it this week. Uh, I mean, this year, even when Kyler Murray has been back, even though it's a small sample, I do think that Greg Dorch uh, and Trey McBride can be helpful. I love the call, man. And it's so crazy how Greg's uh, performance is kind of tied a little bit here with Kyler Murray. We didn't see much of Dorch at all early in the season. Now he's kind of back doing some of the splashy things he did in 2022. So good to see it. I like the call against uh, an inexperienced young Ram secondary here. Hoove, who is your sure thing sleeper of the week? Uh, I'm actually going to stay with this game. Actually, I'm going to switch to the other side of the ball or other side of the field. I'm going to go with uh, Matthew Stafford, uh, currently ranked at QB 16. I just, I'm not in love with each player and they're all questionable and like believing in that. But like I talked about earlier in the show is that even it, like, even if one person doesn't fully step out and is like this great fantasy asset, I think that this whole offense, if they show that they can gel like they did at the start of the year, then I'm going to believe in Matt Stafford at least making the top 15, which is like it's at QB 16 when you have someone like Will Levis um, above you. I'll take Matt Stafford over him every time. So Matt Stafford is my sleeper at 16 this week. Edwin, any concerns for you with Stafford? He's still, you know, not too far from removed from an injury himself. And now he does have two of his best receivers, not 100 percent fully healthy coming into Sunday. Yeah, I think that the thing with Matthew Stafford is he just needed to get his grip strength back and he needed to get sort of right from that perspective. He's probably not dealing with a ton of pain these days, uh, but he did take a, f- a freaking shot. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. He took a shot yeah. last week. Uh, ended up being fine, which is good. But I do think that the longer, the further we get away from that thumb issue, uh, the better off we'd be. I do think that last week was, uh, I mean, the Seahawks defense, we sort of saw it last night. The, the Niners did sort of have their way with them in certain portions of the game but mm-hmm. the seahawks defense can also i'm also granted uh disclaimer i'm a seahawks fan okay but fair the, enough yeah. the, seahawks, the seahawks defense can like muck it up for teams like they're good enough to get be frustrating and cer- during certain streaks of the game the seahawks sure. defenses um so i think that we saw a little bit of that from matthew stafford i think he'll get back into rhythm i i i definitely like that you know qb 16 i think I think that he could definitely be, you know, fringe top top 12 quarterback. I don't I don't mind that at all. And if anybody's out there wondering, yes, play Cooper Cup, play him in your cash games, play him in your tournaments, play him okay. in your season-long leagues, play him in your two-man leagues, play him in, I don't care, put him in your fantasy basketball lineup, put Cooper Cup in your lineups and don't panic about it. I like it, man. Like, even if one of them steps out, all the upside for that offense is there. Like, when you're looking at some of the other guys, like Kenny Pickett and Mac Jones and whatnot. Brutal, right? Oh, my gosh. I like the call, man. We, we we targeted Stafford as a sleeper earlier this season a few times. He came through every single time, so hopefully he does it here again. I'll round us out with George Pickens going up against the Bengals this week. We know Matt Canada is gone. Hallelujah. All Western PA. Cheers to you, baby. Um, but I really like it when teams have this happen. Usually you see them kind of come out and play with a spark. We saw it earlier this season when the Raiders got rid of Josh McDaniels. They were ready to go. We saw it last season with the Colts. Jeff Saturday comes in, has a pretty inspired performance. So I think we can see the Steelers offense have a little bit of an edge here. And Pickens has been dog shit lately for fantasy, but still 14th in the league among wide receivers in air yard share, seventh among wide receivers in dominator rating as well. So he is a part of this offense when it gets going. Uh, And you only need a few big plays with him, averaging 16.3 yards per reception. 
the Bengals as of late too been a pretty good matchup, uh, a top four matchup over the last two weeks for wide receivers. We saw OBJ break a couple big ones, look like vintage uh, OBJ last week, and then Noah Brown and Tank Dell took these guys the cleaners in week number 10. So I like George Pickens uh, quite a bit here. Edwin, I, I want to ask, you've been in some some professional sports locker rooms. Do you think when something like the Matt Canada firing happens where the players are, are kind of actually want it with, with what we've seen out of guys like Chris Boswell, do you think it kind of inspire a team and they can rally around it a little bit? I like that we're using Chris Boswell as the example here, right? <laughs> like the, the one guy that we could use as an example. No. Um, so listen, I can't say that I've ever been around a clubhouse or a locker room where, you know, somebody's fired and the vibes, you know, are obviously different or changed. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't necessarily speak to that. What I can speak to is when things are going poorly and there's something that happens and then all of a sudden, you know, things get turned around that there is a thing. And I'm like big on the data and the analytics, like just my day job with being an actual physical therapist lends itself to leading with objectivity and then coming circling back around. How does this person feel and how does that apply? So a lot of the times I sort of scoffed at the idea of like momentum and yeah. vibes, but that's very much I'm learning. And maybe this is because I'm just a younger clinician. It is very much a thing. I think I've discredited a little bit too much, like vibes and mm -hmm. momentum and that kind of stuff. I think it has its place to understand. And sometimes it's reflected in the numbers. But I do think that if you get a breath, you know, a, a breath of fresh air where it was whether it was the direct you know, reason of of the problems or the struggles or not, I do think that it gives players in the locker room uh, a little bit you get a little bit more buy-in from like okay we're trying to move forward so um i don't think it's going to solve their problems i don't think that the, yeah. all of a sudden they're gonna right like they're not gonna look like the 20 you know 2019 chiefs or anything like that but <laughs> yeah. i think from a i think from a vibes perspective it's, it's you can't complain it's not necessarily a bad thing Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being here, man. We want to get you out uh, ahead of this uh, Friday game here. But how can we best support you uh, moving forward, not just this season, but into 2024 as well, our friend? Yeah, I really appreciate that, guys. Um, I have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash injury prone. It is nine bucks a month. If you go in there now, I'll give you a free month because the season is almost wrapping. But once we get uh, if you just, just sign up there, injury prone or I'm sorry, patreon.com slash injury prone. Get in there. Just DM me uh, in between media and I'll go, go ahead and comp you the month. You can see all the different stuff that we have in there. Return to play timelines, return to play, you know, projections, historical data. Uh, you can wrap in there with me anytime. Ask me long term dynasty type injury questions and stuff like that. Moving into the offseason, I'm really going to start moving into how does 80, you know, injuries impact ADP? How have how's ADP, you know, vice versa? Uh, fared for guys who come in with an injury history, et cetera, et cetera. Trying mm -hmm. to get all this sort of game theory tied back into the injury perspective is what I'm trying to do. So go there, follow me on X or Twitter, whatever you call it, at FBInjuryDoc. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah, guys. Make sure you follow Edwin. Thank you so much for joining us, man. And thanks for all the great information this season. Have a good rest of your Friday. Appreciate you. Who, yeah. uh, uh, been a pleasure ch ch chopping it up with you today, man. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Appreciate everyone tuning in uh, on your guys' uh, Feel Good Friday and Black Friday as well. I know you're here with IBT. You're cooking up stuff for us in articles. You're always editing some video on demands for us as well. But outside of IBT, man, how can we best support you? Yeah, it's just been it's so weird to actually be on the other side of the screen, you know. So um, it's been a pleasure, you know, to be able to be on. If you are looking for a way to support me, um, there's not much content, you know, other than IBT right now. IBT. So, so the best way to support me is to keep doing what you're doing and supporting IBT. Hit that like, hit that comment, um, and subscribe as well. Hit that bell icon and keep doing what you're doing because I can speak on behalf of the whole team and Seth can say it and Eric can yeah. say it, but it's someone that's not really mentioned as much on the team or 
on camera at least i can say that this is one of the one of the most truest teams and families built in this community i can see it i can feel it i'm a part of it and uh it's just it's a great thing to be a part of so if you want to support me support them thank you dude thank you so much no, not just for being on here today but everything you do for the the team and shout out ibt family i, I know it's super cliche but i am so thankful for you guys like People who are in the chat consistently day after day, show after show, and e even when they can make it, like it really means so much to us, and it really does help us continue to grow here. You guys can see the numbers on YouTube continue to grow. They're growing on the website as well, and it's because of the IBT family. And so we always want to be here to help you guys with fantasy football decisions, life decisions, whatever we can be here, um, provide those good vibes we're going to be. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of the holiday weekend here. Enjoy some time with family. And uh, hey, let's go Frisky Jets, baby. We'll catch you guys next time. Until then, you know what to do. Keep it in between. <laughs>